This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your closest PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to Session 161 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your host and minimalist this week, Eric Gettigettinger. Realized that if I'm ever going to play Game of the Year 2022 Elden Ring, I don't have time to spend writing these openings. With me is Alex Arona. I said sexy Rihanna. I said give me like a, that's the kind of voice and energy I wanted. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a B plus. I'll give you a B plus. Also, you not playing Elden Ring sounds like a U problem. Oh, for sure it is. But now it's also a U problem. So, deal with it. Also with this, Joel DeWitt. I enjoy the zippy stuff you try and make me say each week, Daddy. I'm glad. But not glad enough to continue doing it for right now. This is a business, and I'm going lean. Six Sigma, poke that yoke, eliminate waste. So this week... <laughs> These aren't I try real, to... are they? Yeah, those are real things. Yeah, they're real. This oh, week I try to scare everyone and early adopters, offer a riddle to the news, and then we time hop in the backlog blog. I have no idea what's in the backlog blog. I've done zero preparation, and I hope that somebody wrote something down there. Mm-hmm. No, they but did. still blank. We, we have options. We have options. Oh, good God. All right. <laughs> well, let's go over to early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games where I get to have a dog. More importantly, I get to control the dog in the stages. That's right. Did you? Yep. I didn't. I'm talking about wild dogs. Wild dogs. It's a... I don't know if I'd say... Contra-ass Contra. Yeah. Monochromatic. uh, Well, you can change the color palette a little bit. Uh, They even reference it. But you are this wild dog, basically a soldier... And you have a companion who hangs out with you as you make your way through the map and shoot stuff. You shoot lots and lots of stuff. Contra-ass Contra. Contra-ass. Now, now, uh, I have played games that aren't Contra, but I have played games that do this kind of filtering style to, like, oh, here's a Game Boy palette, and here's a... But this did not have what I was looking for, which other games have, which was a Virtual Boy palette. Why, oh, why would re- you want that? That oh, sounds awful. relive awful. those days of only being able to play for about 15 minutes and then leaving with a throbbing headache. I, I'm i not unconfident that the Virtual Boy caused half of my eye sight problems today. Mine was standing too close to the television. Hmm. Not sitting too close to the television? I stood up. My mom <laughs> used to say I make a better door than a window. Oh. <laughs> He was I think you excited. still do. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping up and down. You never get to a boss fight and you have to stand up. Uh, that's how I play Elden Ring. That is actually <laughs> how time. I time. Every, every time you get to a boss or just in general, you have to stand for the whole thing. Uh, it's usually so intense, so I'm usually standing. It's just what happens. Wow. Yep. Okay, well, Wild Dogs, uh, It, as Alex said, it is basically Contra 2D side-scrolling. Uh, the weapons... 
do feel a bit generic, but the thing that drew me to this is the fact that you have a dog companion. And as you progress further, you actually get to control him through some of the level. So, oh, yep. Okay. At a certain point, you get to an area where your character, he's, he's like this big buff guy. He's not going to be able to fit through these tiny little spaces. <laughs> so you send out your little companion, and he goes around, and you got to avoid all of the hazards in the area. But he can flip switch and uh, activate the elevator so that you can progress forward. He was wearing like a ski mask, and I thought that was weird. But also, the idle animation, your character just pets the dog. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. It's good quality content. That's what I need, speaking mm-hmm. of which. I'm under dog attack here. <laughs> Joel, what, what did you think about your time with this? Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit, actually. Now, and it could be a measure of it being so long since I've played the style of game. But I remember Contra being hard as hell from the outset. And this was a nice, easy sort of glide in towards the gameplay. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward stuff. It's the run and gun. You have two different weapons that you can swap between uh, different waves of enemies coming you from left, right, above. It. Uh, I think that monochromatic style and the being able to switch actually is a, a pretty neat feature. And what I found myself doing is I started with that sort of Game Boy tone. And then you have that part where you switch into jumping to the helicopter. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you you take flight, and then it turns into a side-scrolling 2D shooter, and like it was kind of cool switching it from that Game Boy Tower to then like red, because then it's like oh, it's a uh, uh, the oh, what's that Snoopy character, the Red Baron? Yep, the Red Baron. <laughs> it's like you're now the Red Baron, you know, taking fire and and trying <laughs> to not get downed, and uh, yeah, I think it's been a mixture of it's been long enough since I played one of these. Plus, it isn't so hard at the outset that it would scare me away. That makes me pretty interested in this. And okay. that's that straightforwardness and sort of not doing anything special with the weapons thing works for me because it makes it all familiar in that way. I'd be really more curious to see with a broader game what kind of different levels they can figure out how to do and keep that fresh. Yeah, I yeah mean, and then what? What? Yeah, what? If they can add any bonus mechanics, obviously they do with the dog. Uh, I didn't get to that part, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, they do. Add, they, they, well, how can they switch things up? I imagine there's an underwater scuba level. Mm. I can see volcano level. I can even see going as far as the full contra and fighting giant alien level. Um, you could do. You could kind of do a lot of things with it. I I found this. Uh, there's there is there is a a good one of these that I like called Bro Force. Have you ever yes. played that one? Yes. Yep, that's good. Because <laughs> in this, they, um, you get to a helicopter and the, the pilot goes, hey, man, hop in. I can give you a ride. You can even hang out the side like an action hero. And he goes, no, let me drive. And just throws the guy yeah. out of the helicopter. <laughs> I thought that was a little aggressive here. Yeah, yeah. I, thought that was, I was like, that's a, that guy was really nice to you. Yeah, this this game does have a bit of humor. Between that and then the first entry sequence is you driving a car with your dog and going through like these barricades, and this general's talking to you and debriefing you, and he, and he said something like, "Oh, and ammo is unlimited thanks to the president." It's <laughs> good. Dog mechanic. All you got to do is add a dog mechanic, and I'm bo- on board. So I think overall it was, it was a fun welcome little uh, breath of fresh air to people who have not played Contra in a while. 
yeah, for sure. Check it out on Steam. We got that. Uh, Unwelcome, maybe for some of you. We also played this week Note of the Day. And I hope that everybody took my suggestion of playing it late at night with all the lights off uh, to maximize your fright. No. What if what if I played it <laughs> at 6.30 this morning with all the lights off and I was still half asleep? Uh, well, then I'd want to hear your perspective first. Oh, no, it was frightening as hell. I was not ready for <laughs> I was not ready for uh, what feels like a little bit more of like a... It's not pixel art, but pixelated mm-hmm. uh, graphically. Uh, so things are a little film grainy, but it, it, it does a lot of things that uh, remind me of uh, PT, the playable teaser, mm-hmm. where you're going in this loop hallway and you need to kind of not, you, you have to do certain things like including um, turning off all the lights and walking through darkness uh, to kind of break the loop and then find other things that happen throughout the the hallways. So think events will occur if you perform certain actions throughout this spooky hallway. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, this morning I was, I was half awake and hearing like sobbing and then glass breaking, uh, while it was still dark in my house and I hadn't even had my coffee yet. I was like, I'm not, I'm not mentally, in the, like I could Ready feel like I have I still haven't woken up and I'm like in a nightmare right now, but that's what I that's what I'm doing. This is the time I have now. The time I have is now. Well, and I have to do it at six thirty in the morning. At the beginning of the game, it gives you today's date whenever you log into it, and all yep. of the clocks in the game are set to mm-hmm. your computer clock. Yep. So adding Smart. an extra yeah this is this was really the icing on the cake for me. Uh, seeing that it was like, hey, it's today, same time, now let's walk through these hallways. And uh, the first time you uh, you encounter the lights going off, man, I didn't like that at all. Because you nope. make it most of the way down the hallway and it's like, light goes off, like, alright, do I try and go back and turn it back on? <laughs> Am I going to get a jump scare here? Oh, it's, it's really good. I think that, you know, there is a place, you know, the, we, we've seen a couple, like, I, I've, I purposely have been giving and playing and talking about games that break the meta narrative just because that I love that idea. So I think that, like, it could be fun to do a little bit more with that in a more realistic setting like this. I have, I do have a complaint with this game, and that is I felt like I was not given or explained the full mechanics i just pressed every button on my keyboard to find the things that i could do okay yeah well because you get a camera flash yes you do but i did not get a prompt for that no i got nothing to tell me that and there were no options well you know what i'm gonna say if If you you play the tutorial you go to the website where you download it from oh okay and you click so on it. it. Itch.io had the had the uh, the actual instructions. Somebody needs to write, goes. Somebody needs to write this down in the show notes. <laughs> Check the website for instructions because I. Well, now I yeah. now I'm into it. Now I'm on board for that. I think I had fun with this one. I finished it, but I, I just mean more like I was looking for, like I was like, where are their settings? Where are the settings? I want to change my key bindings. You, I want to know what the key bindings are. You gotta go to the page to download the game. And it's like big on the page, and it says how to play <laughs> controls. 
if if they want me to read a book, they need to print it and send it to me. Uh, all right, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna start sending you notes before the show. <laughs> Don't print websites. They never looks good. <laughs> no, it never does. But what are you gonna do? Yep. Um, I, the, the, it has a it has a, a good little jump scare ending, and uh, leaves you on a, a cliffhanger because obviously this is a. Uh, a demo on uh, itch.io so there is a, there is more there is room to grow from here uh, i like what i saw especially again like we talked about the little meta narrative uh pieces they Joel. do the tension thing very very well and mm-hmm. the darkness of it is obviously part of it. The places where the lights switch off on you and then you have to paw in the dark. And the fact that this flash, you can flash it once, the light maybe lingers for two seconds each time, and then you have to wait another three, four, five seconds for it to recharge before you can hit it again. So it's this almost slow strobe light kind of thing that's kind of terrorizing. Um, this this game has an aesthetic and style that is very consistent and good. Uh, I say that despite it being mostly just hallways, but uh, that draininess really works well. The the darkness and the flashing really ratches, ratchet is, ratchet is, wow, up the, the tension. And then I just think uh, this has done a good job of sort of keeping you off center so that's easier to get you jumping atmospheric horror games are where it's at it's it's what i need i want to feel terrified in the most mundane situations <laughs> that's what you thrive on yeah i thrive on terror whether it's at work or here i do find it funny that you were like you always hey alex new resident evil came in you have to come over and, and, and play it we have to turn out the lights because i can't do this by myself it's too scary i'm like okay yeah, but nobody would do that with me for Village, so I had to man up and play by myself. That must have been tough. It was long. That time you didn't ask. I actually would have. Mm. I definitely would have come over for Village. I feel like I definitely asked. <laughs> Maybe. And you were like, mm. I got baby stuff, and I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was still too early. Stupid baby. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. Your poor, <laughs> poor infant daughter. What'd I she know. ever do to you? Uh, is she a toddler now technically i, I don't know i think, so. no, I think no, I would no, just... that works what i do know is that uh this definitely uh made me jump joel did it make you jump yeah it did it got okay. me um okay. and, and yeah it's that that slow dread that comes in does you know something's coming but you can't tell in this game if it's going to be a flash of light or if some sort of thing's going to jump out at you. There's a part where you're walking and there's almost like this weird static cobweb stuff coming through as you're shooting the image. And I was thinking, turning the corner, like, there's got to be some monster or something waiting for me, right? Uh, but no, there was nothing there. And then it There was just... one time where I turned a corner and, you know, you see those big windows. And the big windows have, like, a lot of light. And I saw, I saw a... A form there that was that walked past and disappeared it was around the same time that i heard the glass shatter and i was like nope nope <laughs> definitely not <laughs> nope 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 yeah but it's very smart uh mood setting by the developers of this game i think they could extend this easily to a broader game if they can keep that consistency yep for sure i'd again if you went over to the website and read a little bit of the explanation 
uh, the guy who put it together said that he made it about four years ago from when it was posted on itch.io. So, uh, you know, this could have been around for a little while. He just wanted it to share. I wanted to share it. So that's, that's the cool kind of stuff that I like to find and subject my friends to. Hell yeah. Note of the day. Note to self. Take more breaks. Oh yeah? Okay, let's take a break. Sounds good. Hey news, what's black, white, and red all over? You want you want to find out? You're gonna to have to wait. You're There's gonna have to wait. There's a lot of things that that could be. There's We're a lot of answers to, to this riddle. Wait for me to make it through every single piece of news here. Probably stumble a little bit and not be able to explain at least one of them. Probably at least one of them. It's fine. I it's fine. well, don't worry. You got us. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And thank goodness because I don't I don't know that I would make it this week. I'm. I'm on the ropes here. All right. Mario movie delayed. Reason? I'm saying it's Chris Pratt. I just, um, <laughs> I think, you know, animation's expensive. Yes, it is. Chris and Pratt. Qu- and also, <laughs> also <gotta> expensive. Think- <laughs> <laughs> no, and I also think that, like, you know, they, like, they were like, this is pretty good. Then Sonic came out and everyone's like, Sonic's great. And they're like, crap, okay, make it better. No, I imagine that they got into the studio and Chris Pratt started reading lines, and then they were like, okay, but, but do it better. <laughs> this and now is gonna... they're going to have to go back and redo all the lines. Say it like a plumber. <laughs> Say it like a This is going to be like uh, Tom Cruise. It's going to be like Tom Cruise and Valkyrie, where he couldn't figure out how to do a German accent, so they're just going to let him speak normal. I feel like there was another movie where he didn't belong in. Maybe The Last Samurai. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It's hard not to forget about it. (laughs) What, Tom Cruise? It's a sore thumb. It's another example of the whitewashing of Hollywood. Good God. Is it it racist if he he has an Italian accent? See, I was going to say, as long as we're on the topic, like, how heavily can he lean into it before it becomes offensive? If he says if it's a spicy meatball, is that offensive? Is Look. it is it offensive if a British person does an American accent in the movies? The the primary answer Christian is Bale. that being Italian or Italianisms have been grandfathered in in the wheel of racism. Okay, <laughs> the, wheel, Mar- the wheel of racism. Mario is a Italian plumber. Sometimes the carpenter. Prim- the primary enemies of Mario are Doombas. That that is an Italian epithet. They're mushroom people. They're mushroom um, people. Yeah. So I, I I yeah I think as long as you don't go with like the really blatant ones, you can get away with uh, a little bit of Italian racism. Okay. Do we know why he calls uh, why the enemies are called Goombas? Do you think he they were like oh we're already doing Italian stuff why don't we just throw in another weird uh, word? <laughs> no, it. I think that has to do with like a Japanese like translation thing. You just took all the fun out of it. I was thinking he was like, hey, come here, you Goomba. 
and he did the the hand the gesture hand too. Gesture. Eh. Yeah. I should not do this, don't knowing do that don't I do work it. for an Italian Getty, company. Just the hand motion itself is problematic. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's fine. It, I didn't get fired today. I don't think I'm going to get fired tomorrow. We'll, f- we'll see though. Maybe, maybe Saturday. I don't. I mean, it's possible. Reduce risk. That's, that's why you fire people on a Saturday when they're not in the office. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, still on the classic video game, Sonic. Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles, individual games being delisted from stores. This is because last last week, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe two weeks ago, uh, we, we broke the news that there's that big Sonic pack coming out. Big spicy meatball. Sonic Origins, and now you can't buy them individually on Steam. That's but if you, you own money. them, they're still good. They They might still be on Steam. I'm not sure if they have delisted them quite yet. Uh, no, it, no. They, I think they said in May. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because actually, I think there's like a Genesis and Master System Classics collection that they all come in. So like they said that those will remain. Hmm. Those will continue to have the uh, will continue to have those Sonic versions in them. But they said that individually. I just you know the one I I played them all to death except for one. And the mm-hmm. one that I haven't played to death, I bought on Steam, and that's Sonic CD. I've only beaten that once. Only once. Only once. All right. Is that a good game? Didn't you just I buy fo- it? I found it innovative. Oh, I've had it in my Steam library forever. Oh. It's um the the core mechanic is that there are gates that you can spin through. The levels are bigger. Uh, as far as like up and down, they're more vertical. But if you go through the gates, you can go through past, present, and future, and different things in, uh, are in the level, depending on you know. Like in the future, yeah. You know, basically, in the future, everything is is like a big factory, and all nature is destroyed and polluted. And if you go into the past, find the pollution machine, and destroy it, then the future changes to a nice, pristine level. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I like that premise. It's very cool. I don't know if that game's any good though. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Play it. That animation is sick though. And report Sonic back. Um, but until then, oh, what do we have here? Xbox Bethesda showcase on June twelfth. Can I just say, world premiere? <laughs> yes, you can. Because I, I hope that they are just going to drop that 50 times over and over and over again. What, there, there might be a couple that they can't do that for? Yeah, there might actually be like a Starfield trailer or something. But re- at, current rumor is that Starfield is already delayed. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. I'm pretty sure mm. the words world premiere are not legally binding. So technically they could probably say that for all their <laughs> releases. All their announcements out here. That was just... I remember the E3 conference uh, when E3 was a thing, the last one, mm-hmm. and every single, and it felt like every single one of the Xbox games was a world premiere. And yeah, they come to think of it, a little more blatant. I don't. What I don't really recall many of those games. Halo, Forza, the Master Chef. I'm, I'm Master sure Chef. that's one of them. And Fables, but they they did it like eight times, and I. For the life of me, can't remember any of any of the other ones. They must not be. I don't important. remember what I had for breakfast. 
that that's actually you might want to get get a doctor and try and figure that one out <laughs> uh just to go along with this also r.i.p the bethesda launcher it is also going away oh no oh no did did i need the bethesda launcher as a matter of no fact, way. didn't I have to use it for a game recently? It made me like use it when I was playing. Is it Quake? Really? That? that that sounds right. Yeah, when it was on Game Pass, it still made me log into something stupid. I swear. Uh, none of this matters. If it's gone, it's gone. And thank well, it's going away. It's going away. All right. Well, you know what's not going away? What's that? Deep Rock Galactic Season Two coming your way. Yeah, it went 1.0, and they're still progressing. You like rocks? Got them. You like blowing stuff up? Got that. You like mining? I I had never played, guys. You got to help me through this one. Oh, man, fighting spider, underground spider monsters? This game's good. Rock, big rock, big spider as monsters. Alec, as Alec would say, rock, rock and stone? Rock and stone. I enjoyed my time being carried through a level of that. All right. Good stuff. So more content to look forward to. That's got a big cult following. Hopefully it's uh, going to keep dropping more and more as as they progress. It's good to see games that are good staying around. Sometimes Can't wait you to wish. start playing this at season 36. <sighs> and I think that Alec will talk you into coming back at least one more time before then. Yeah, around season 9. <laughs> season 9. All right. Uh, exciting news, at least for Joel and myself, Until Dawn's spiritual successor, The Quarry, which I have already gone out of my way to pre-order so I could get the classic horror grainy film grade, uh, filter in game, (laughs) will have, are you ready for this, 186 possible endings based on different choices made in game and the characters that survive. Seems excessive. Okay. Um, <laughs> where do we want to start with this? So, how, how many characters do you... Do we know how many actual characters are in this? Man, I was naming them off to the guy at GameStop trying to warrant why he should buy it. Mm. Um, I know there's at least six that I, I was able to name okay. off the top of my head. I don't know so, if they're all playable characters, but I'm sure that there will be some things that you can do that may impact the surroundings as well but they're probably fairly close to the same cast as until dawn then if that's the case probably six to eight yeah when okay. when is it too many people i have 10 feel, to 12 yeah i feel like 10 is the upper limit before i stop remembering people's names in okay. a game like this um i you know i assuming every ending means like does this character live or die if yes, that's one ending. If no, here's five or six different branching options where he could die. Uh, that must be what they're talking about here. Yeah. That or else, like, my thought process would be, like, imagine said ending where you see, like, three people, like, walking towards the camera, but then take one of those people out. That's another ending. It's the same ending, but with one less person in the background. I mean, yeah, that's, like that. that's true. So... Some of those are probably going to be gimmies. I'm sure that there's probably still a good variety of stuff that you have to do or complete. Specific or imagine tasks. That, imagine you eat a fish and then your character, all the characters, just die. Near Automata style. Uh, yeah, I remember that. 
Worst uh, mistake I made in that game. Stupid fish. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the in-game lore reason for not being able to eat a fish as a uh, android? Or uh... I mean, I think they explain it when you do it. Like, it doesn't sit right with you. It's a poisonous fish or something. Yep. Hmm. Maybe you're but just now not imagine if to your eat. character eats a fish in uh, in this in the quarry and turns out they're an android. Surprise! Silent Hill dog ending. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd rather have that than a Wendigo. Those mm. things were terrifying. Yeah, yeah, they were, but it really uh, made it interesting with the different lure of what they were able to do. So I'm That's excited. Really- yeah, that's where I really hope that they did good reason to explore because that was part of what was great about Until Dawn is that they had such a big open area that you're exploring, but it gave a lot of different items and pictures to pick up that really added a lot of character to it beyond just like spooky old building. Yeah, well, and dark pictures are very, uh, so far all of the games try and keep you more or less on the rails and uh, Until Dawn not as much. You had more area to explore. I I feel like it'll probably still be, you know, something that we'll be able to play for extra life this year. Sure. I will subject you to either this or if the next Dark Picture comes out, because that one's a high priority on my list as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, This is the one that I'm going to need a little bit of guidance on, so... We have Sony disabling PlayStation Plus stacking. Now, we saw them come out with the three different levels of PlayStation Plus uh, last week, uh, I believe, at some point, or maybe it was after we had our last podcast. But what does stacking involve? What What is it? My PlayStation Plus uh, will expire in 2024. Okay. That's what... Uh, so uh, they have... They will occasionally have sales on PlayStation Plus where you'll they'll give you a digital code. It'll be on Amazon or one of these sale websites for say like three, three, six, you know, 12 months. And you can buy these codes and then just uh, add them to your account. I'd, I'd buy three or four, add them to my account, and then I would just forget about PlayStation Plus for a while. Okay. They so you, do not want you to do that. You can't do that. You can't buy it for multiple years at this point. Yes, you either sign up for a year, you sign up for three months, or you cancel entirely. Okay. You know, it's three months, six months, or 12 months, I think, or something, whatever it is. Yeah, I think those are the the normal ones right now. Um, yeah. yeah, and of course, with the new price structure, I don't, I don't know that I'm really going to upgrade. I do want to be able to play online with friends when the, mm-hmm. the time does come up, but I don't know that the library of games, without seeing it first will be worth it yeah. in any capacity. They said that it's coming out in May and yet they haven't given a list yet. So it just it feels like th- it feels like this is very like thrown together. Yeah. Either that or they have somehow figured it out and something crazy is going to happen, but I'm more inclined to believe that we won't really know until it happens. Yep. Yeah. Right. New new news segment for part of the news. Uh, not going to be every time, of course, but it's going to be some of the times. It's called Alex's New Releases. No? Hit me with... Uh, do you want me to say them or you got it? Uh, You know what? I, I I think I can I can do it, but we'll have <laughs> to make it zippy. I, I want a title. I want something better than New Releases. Okay. That's 1.0s. We're, 
Forwarded. You know, one point doesn't sound so bad. I think I can live with that. Joel, get out of here with your full release. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad one of you taught that. <laughs> no. You got to pay extra for that. Like, get, All right. Give us the 1.0s. Give us the 1.0s. Not necessarily 1.0, but Bug Snacks released on Switch and Steam today. Oh, and the really exciting part about that news is that uh, podcaster with us, Alec Parks, hopefully he'll be able to come back soon and talk about his experience with Bug Snacks because I know that he was not going to play it as long as it was on the Epic Game Store. So, Bug Snacks definitely worth a playthrough. Go back, play it again. Get those and snacks. you get the Isle, the, the Isle of Bugs DLC. Oh man, I need to go and play Isle of Bugs, Isle of Snacks. I don't, I don't feel like I can go back after knowing what, I know. what happens. Yeah, <laughs> the body horrors involved in mm-hmm. snacking so much. Yeah, I might be a bug snack, but all right. Rogue Legacy Two now available on PC. I mean, it was in early access. Now it is 1.0. Okay, so this is officially 1.0. Uh, I don't know. Dorf Romantic goes 1.0. Dorf Romantic. All right, well, there is not any of the little lines above the letters to, to guide me, so... It, yeah, I don't know how to do that uh, in, a, in a text doc. You should it is, just spell it phonetically. But it is... Uh, and, and don't <laughs> worry, we'll talk this? about it. In the oh, backlog block. Oh, yay! That's my second favorite segment. Dwarf Romantique. Yep, oh. now you're going to have to go check it out. Uh, and then lastly, Echoes of Mana for iOS and Android. This is a gotcha game, but it is in the vein... Well, I mean, it is, it's the same world and same art direction uh, for the Secret of Mana games. So it's another entry into the Mana series, but it is, you know, the that uh, that gotcha, gotcha pawn, auto battlers, turn-based RPG where they fight enemies and stuff like that. And you level them up and get all the characters and et cetera, et cetera. Exciting stuff. I was debating picking this up just because I, I like the, the, the Mana games. All right. Now my actual favorite segment, freebies. These are games that are free. And we'll tell you where to find them. First one, Paradigm on the Epic Game Store. I don't know what this is, but you should Paradigm, get it. it Paradigm <laughs> is kind of like a, a silly action-adventure, point-and-click adventure. Okay. Uh, also so, on the Epic Game Store this week, Just Die Already, People, Old People Mayhem Simulator. This is from the creators of uh, Goat Simulator, but you are the elderly. Okay. I am going to definitely have to check that one out. Mm-hmm. And next up we have Norega over on Steam. Uh, hopefully nope. we'll be giving the spelling of some of these as I guess yeah. my way through it. No, Norega on Steam, that is a... It's a, I, I want to say you level up a character as he auto-battles. So your character will go into combat and do turn-based uh, turn based attacks on his own automatically. So it's an idle battler, but you're managing his stats. Okay. Exciting. Wolfenstein, Enemy Territory. I know that game. That's also on Steam. 
I have, I have at least played it once, maybe twice. We also have Elder Scrolls Two, Daggerfall. Man, that is a classic. You can pick it up yes, on Steam. It wasn't originally on Steam. Oh, it is now. Yep, and it's free. It's free. Mm. You know what else is free? Doge Fight on Steam. <laughs> I looked at this because I got excited. I don't think I'll pick it up. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird, uh, like battle royale using memes. No, yep. I gotta see this. Well, yeah, you you definitely should check it out. At least give it a look. Doge Fight Club. Uh, that could or be it. Doge Fight. Uh, I saw this Doge Fight. I I don't Maybe. know. And just Doge Fight's a pretty common search. Doge Fight in is one word. That's why. Ah, uh, there you go. Aha. Mm. Uh-huh. Here we go. Oh, right. you! Wow. Has like a staunch <laughs> has a staunch guy right there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you weren't. You know what's funny? That there there is no like rights ownership to this meme stuff, so anybody can do something with these characters, and it'd be recognizable to the internet. That's that is clever. I'll give it that. Yeah. Introducing right. Pepe the, fl- the fraud. Great. So that. That and that guy who created that is very upset by that because it wasn't immediately racist. I don't think they meant to be in the first place. No. <laughs> yeah. I know what Joel is going to be playing. So uh, yeah, ready for me to solve this terrible riddle? What is it? Black and white and red all over. It's the print version of the news, silly. Wait, no, I'm not calling you silly. Damn it! All right, I need to take a break to apologize to the news. We'll be right back. back back with the backlog blog where we play games that were added two to three minutes ago and i'm not sure what they do so uh the artful escape i guess if no one else has one joel <laughs> did you just delete that <laughs> did i just delete what what did i delete yeah okay if nobody has one all right nobody i guess the artful escape is not happening this week all right uh, what, you don't want to talk about Bob uh, with Jacob Dylan, the wallflowers. <laughs> All right, so I like the wallflower. One one headlight man. I'm I'm trying to be succinct this way. We're we're tossing it over to Alex with the game that he uh, told us is 1.0, Dwarf Romantique. Dwarf Romantique. Okay. Um, you guys want you guys ever play like uh, Sim City? Yes. Yes. Many years ago. Okay. You ever feel like that was like a little stressful? Kind of. Yeah. Sometimes. When stuff would just start on fire or, you know, you're just trying to live your life and a tornado tears apart your entire town. Yeah. But there's like a way that you could just build like a free mode, like that you can just like build without that stuff and without the pressure. And uh, that's kind of what Dwarf Romantique is. You don't get, uh, you don't get 
to pick particularly where where like like you don't get to pick pick like oh I want a a building here or a farm here. It gives you tiles. These tiles will have like oh part of a field or part of a forest or a forest and a and a, and a house, and you place it on uh, this grid. Then you get another tile, and it will just be a forest, and you attach it to the forest, and you get points based on that. Wait, what Build, kind of points? Using these tiles that are in a stack and putting them in the map in places that make sense. No, no. What, 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 what kind of points? What are these points? Do I get something for having more points? You're going for a high score. Okay. Now, um, the other part is that occasionally you'll get a forest tile that you put down, and it will have, like, a number on it. If you hover over the number, it will say, you know, say it was, like, a number seven. That means it wants you to connect seven different uh, forest on there. If you connect those seven different forests, you get seven extra tiles, meaning there are a finite number of tiles in your stack. These, the more quests, quote unquote, you complete, the more tiles you get in your stack, the longer you can build, the more you can get points. Okay. After that, it's just aesthetics. It's just nice, calming music. And you just pick up the next tile. You look around. Is there any, do I have any quests right now? Do you see like any like numbers above anything? Oh, this is a field tile. And I see that I have a quest that says it needs seven uh, fields and I've gotten five of them. So it says only two left. Okay. I'll just put this field here. And that's it. And you just keep going. And it kind of, you know, it looks like Carcassonne, the, the board game where you just have the tiles and you're just building this little landmass for yourself and these different roads. Okay. They have they of course like limit you where if like oh here's a here's a railroad. Now uh, the railroad it can't you can't have it just end abruptly so only a railroad can go on this piece. But the rest of the game is just kind of hanging out and you doing what you want to do and just having fun, just relaxing, building your town. Uh, it's actually called uh, Dorfromantik. Well, no, I had I said it right. It was Dorfromantik. Okay, yeah. Yeah, isn't that what I said the second time? No, you're right. I for some reason I thought there was an extra O looking at the title. Do you call me a dwarf? Dwarf. So, but, on a scale of fist to five, how frustrating is it if you can't get the tiles that you want? Not, not, not at all. Not a fist. You, a, you don't. You don't get mad, and you're not like you give me those tiles. Where are my I'm tiles? Right. I'm just having a good time. I'm just listening to some relaxing music and I'm just like, get the new tile and then I put it down somewhere and I look around and what else can I do? And like, again, the long, you could, there's a creative mode. So you could just have fun putting tiles down and, you know, I want this kind of tile. You can get all of the tiles you want if you really want to. You can skip them. But um, part of it is just trying to see how long you can go. Completing quests will make it so that you get more tiles mm -hmm. so that way you can play longer. Okay. So what's your high score? I think it was 28,000 points. 28,000? 28, yeah, it was fun. All was right. Good. I played for like 25 minutes. Just hung out. And that's that's what I that's why I picked this one is because it is just this relaxing zen state. There's no pressure if you, you know, there's a, there's a back button. Be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Okay, redo, redo. But it's just, it's just real pretty. It's just real soft. It feels like it feels soft. And that's a good thing. I don't, a lot of those games, I end up getting very tense and very stressed. Okay. And, you know, you, you expand in, in any direction you want. 
You can just put tiles like in any direction on any section as long as it's connected to something else. And you just keep going. You keep moving. I want to. F- I got. I got. I got a giant mega city over here. I got a forest over there. I got. A, I got a lake on this side. I had a. I have a. Uh, a water train station. I had a lighthouse. I had all this stuff, and it just like I just kept going and going. And uh, by after, when I you know by the time I ran out of tiles and I looked around, I had a nice little mega city going, and I had a big amount of space done. And you know, and then I look at the trailer, and there's like giant massive things i'm like oh okay you can really expand on this so you used uh, sim city as a comparison sim city has scenarios where it'll be mm-hmm. like an already preset uh town and then they'll give you win conditions for you to complete the scenario do they have anything like that in this game i uh, they do have other challenge modes so th- i think that that could be something um, also, they do unlock more tiles the more you play and the more points you get. So it gives you incentive to continue to try to do to get a uh, to get a new high score. When I when I finished, I, I finished like one round and I all of a sudden I unlocked lavender fields. Oh, so now it gets even more complex to add another tile to uh, to like regular wheat fields and forests and lighthouses and all that stuff. And as you expand, it gets bigger and more options and yeah i think you do get uh some other scenarios and things to work with and other challenges as well as just like again a creative mode where you just can do whatever the hell you want all right yeah so i mean uh, i just i i was like well what can i what i've been having a real stressful week what can i play that's a little bit low pressure and i just kind of want to build and just want to just kind of like oh okay don't don't pressure me don't push don't push me anything. I just wanna sit back and like zen out. And where are you playing and this? What was that? Where are you playing it? I'm playing it on Steam. Okay. Yeah. Alright. I was thinking like nice couch session booted up on the Switch. But I mean one of these days I'll have a Steam Deck. Is it Steam Deck compatible? Ooh, that's a good question. I need to know. It's a responsibility. Let me find out. Yes. Okay. May need to come and revisit this once I have my hands on one of those bad boys. It did make me think you were talking about what is a game that you can kind of have a, on a second screen, kind of like a like a solitaire. And I think that if you were if you had like your work laptop next to you while this was running. I feel like that that would also work as a solitaire. Okay. Cuz cuz it doesn't again there's no time limit. There's no pressure and even the music is just nice gentle relaxing music. So you could look at it, put a tile down, walk away for 10 minutes, come back, put a tile down and then just kind of keep going. You don't really <laughs> ever forget what you were doing. All right. Joel, did I sell you on this? Talk to me when it comes out on Switch. <laughs> or he gets a steam deck i mean i'm more likely to get a playstation 5 right now than a steam deck so oh damn oh damn i thought you signed up for one no no i uh oh, okay. i'm letting you guys be the canary in the coal mine i uh i'm sure at some point it'll be appealing enough to me to get one i'm pretty far off from that point well, I I am trying to sell you on this game because I think this game is very fun, and 
Uh, I think that, especially if you were to put Kelly at this. Yeah. Just say, okay, okay, if, it, if it was on a phone, that'd be perfect for her. <laughs> exactly. So without the phone, if you just sat her down here for like half an hour, she'd be like, oh, this is okay. Yeah. Even like a, as again, like a board game scenario. Mm-hmm. Which again, they do. It's called Carcassonne. Fair. <laughs> all right. All good on that, that front? Oh, yeah. That was. I, I'm. I'm like almost, I'm practically playing Dwarf Romantic. Oh my gosh. You gotta, if we're podcasting, you gotta podcast. Uh, yeah, so I guess that'll, that'll take us into our one last thing. One last thing this week is brought to you by purchasing VIP tickets and not remembering that you did so. That's right. My sister is dumb. Yeah. So... It's a good thing we're not live in Twitch right now, or else she'd be flaming us. <laughs> She's gonna flame us either way. It'll somehow get back to her that that I was talking smack. But yeah, uh, so for my one last thing is I am gonna fall asleep and hopefully sleep for forty eight hours, and then on Sunday we got a uh, letter Kenny live. Gonna hopefully hang out with my co-hosts in real life. Hell yeah, Alex. What about you? I was I was revisiting a classic Huey Lewis in the news uh, sports, and I don't think that there's a bad song on that album. All right, and 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 send tweet. <laughs> there you go. Huey Lewis and the news. Wow, you're really sports. going into the bat catalog. Wow. Nah, man, sports was like that was like, come on, man. What, hold on. Okay, now we got. Now we're gonna do this real quick. Oh no, I'm pulling it up. He's using the internet. Joel, do you want to talk before he gets into this? No, hold yeah, on. Here we so go. Here I, it's uh... up. Heart and soul. I want a new drug. Uh, uh let's see. Honky tonk blues is classic. Uh the heart of rock and roll. The heart of rock and roll is still beating. I was. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. making a comment about its quality. <laughs> I'm saying that you're pulling this stuff out from the. The vault. <laughs> That's it's getting back there in time now. Huey Lewis is never very far from the vault. <laughs> I revisit Huey Lewis probably once a year. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> like, you know, it's good. Huey Lewis, right now. Let's go. All right, Joel. What's your one last thing? I uh, besides running through a bunch of classic games that I can find on Nintendo Switch Online, I uh, picked up Near Replicant this past week. And uh, it sure is a Yoko Taro game. <laughs> I mean, uh, there are things about it that will be plenty to talk about once I'm done with it, especially in terms of comparing it to Nier Automata. But uh, it's if you like Nier Automata, you'll still like this, even though I, I think how much you will depends on a few things. Really? You, you really? I thought it was pretty almost like direct. I, uh... I think functionally, from a gameplay standpoint, clearly with the remake, they changed things. I think the kind of melodrama, it's definitely the same style of melodrama. Uh, I can see the maturity change between the time that Nier was made and Nier Atabata in terms of the way they converse and the sort of topics they're covering. But yeah, we don't, oh, yeah. We don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> 
Didn't you buy it and then would you resell it and then you bought it again? No, I, I just bought it and hung on to it. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That and uh, Guilty Deer Strive. So I'm trying to write some runs here. We gotta. We just gotta play that. You know. We just. Yeah, because yeah, like... otherwise it's gonna be Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and I, I don't know that you want to get back into that. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll get back into any of it. Oh, we need to heartwood on that train too. All right, yeah. you do that. Uh, but for now, that'll be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and Twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where I believe Joel was streaming some Scribble Knots on Tuesday. Yep. That was a thing that happened? Yep. I almost fell out of my chair. It happened at like 4 o'clock. I was like, I'm still at work. What's Four this guy o'clock. doing on the internet? <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Oh uh, well, it was it was early enough where I was still at work, so yeah. But I, I guess that really doesn't say much. I will not be back at streams uh, this week. I'm I'm I may be, but it won't be on Monday for sure. Uh, I got a thing on Monday. He's got a Monday thing. A Monday thing. It's a it's a thing with an A. Uh, no, I'm not gonna engage. Not gonna engage. Not gonna ask. Okay. You keep so saying that's, that. Keep that's saying our that. streaming plans for this week. If you would like to reach us with questions or input, our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening, and GG Alex. GG Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. And I, I'm not doing finger guns this week. I'm just going to, we're going to let this taper off into, into the music. All right. Shout out to finger guns. Shout out. Fue, fue, fue.